to the Authentic You podcast. I'm Gemma Sandwell, intuitive coach, TEDx speaker and energy healer. And I'm here to help you connect to your authentic best self so you can flourish in life and business and live your purpose every day. I bring you a combination of personal development tools, neuroscience, energy tips and expert speakers to help you be authentically you. So a very warm welcome to the Authentically You podcast today. I am so excited to have as my guest today, the amazing Dr. Sarah Sykes. Thank you so much for being here, Sarah. Thank you for asking me to be here. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you. So Sarah, um, I'll get you to introduce yourself in a moment. I'll just read out your, I'll just read out your bio and then we'll go into the conversation, which is going to be a really fascinating conversation today. I'm a big fan of Sarah's work. So Sarah is a and your bio here is a good start. So Sarah is a GP, a regional director for East of England for British Society of Lifestyle Medicine, a qualified coach and founder of Authentically You. And Sarah and I connected and then realized that we had very similar names for our businesses, which is absolutely amazing. So we're so aligned. Um, She's also a mama to her girlies. So Sarah is here today to talk about being authentically you, surprise, surprise, and we're going to link that with um, with health and well-being. And what I've loved about Sarah, just to, to share from everyone, like from the beginning of meeting you, Sarah, was that, you know, that you, you know, you were a GP, yet you, um, you would, you know, you were doing coaching as well. And like your, your view from that GP perspective of sort of what you were seeing every day, and then that way that you were able to bring that into the bigger picture to say, hang on, there's actually a bigger picture here. We need to be looking at this differently. Um, kind of the way of medicine is, for want of a better word, broken. And, you know, there's so many more things we could be doing for these people. So I've really loved to see that kind of passion shine through you um, in the time that I've known you. And, you know, that mission of yours to really do something different, which is, which is you know, why I know that you 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 now combine um, that experience of being a doctor with coaching with being an amazing mom and and all of that so a very warm welcome Sarah do you want to tell us anything else that you want to sort of tell us about you do you want to share your story Um, and we'll just go into the conversation today so thank you for having me thank you for the introduction as well it's odd when somebody says it back to you isn't it and you hear everything but yeah you're so you absolutely so right in terms of so I have been a GP for lots of years more than I can even think back um and so see lots of people um and one of the things that we obviously get taught in medicine is about pattern recognition um and I started to notice patterns that were different to things that we've been taught and I noticed myself that I was getting a little bit almost frustrated with the confines of not being able to help people as I'd like to and also just seeing people struggle really on a daily basis and you know when you think about how many people you see you know some 30 patients a day if not more and then if you're doing that four or five days a week and you know you quickly get through the numbers start to mount and you can really start to spot things that start to happen um and I could just I really noticed how the pace of life 
is often too quick for what our bodies can manage and just how poorly people are getting through neglecting at a really basic level what their needs are um, and when I was then trying to have these conversations with people it, they're often conversations that they appeared hadn't been asked these questions before so it then got me into thinking about how could we do things a little bit differently rather than just giving out antidepressants when it actually not everybody that comes with depression symptoms has organic depression um, and so then I found lifestyle medicine one of my registrars when I was um, working in a practice one of the trainees um, was already part of lifestyle medicine um, and so then I did my diploma um, qualified a couple of years ago and then now I'm trying to get East Anglia on the map and try and get you know a little bit more support in the area and, and grow that amazing I love that so I love how you um how you sort of have turned that into a mission so you know from what you you used it as data and you know um you know, 30 people in one day I'm like wow that's you know that sounds like intense um not you know for both you and the patients I imagine like having to and I know you know you're not alone in that in in that that is the you know it's the norm for GPs um so what I love in that is how you kind of then okay let's let's do something about this actually let's do something about this for to make a change and to you know to put the region on the map like I, I love that kind of that mission and that focus um so how I mean know what question to ask because I'm just so you know I'm just so blown away by your by your mission um so how does let's let's kind of like link this into our authentic selves because that's what I was hearing there was you know we and what really hit a nerve for me when you said that you know the pace of life is is too quick and that is what is causing all these all these health issues so can you tell me more about the link to our authentic selves from both your that data that you saw with your patients, but also with yourself as well. And that, you know, that impact of having to see 30 patients a day as well. Tell me more about that. Yeah, so it's, well, there was, when you were talking about my mission as well, that it's not completely selfless in that I was getting to a point of frustration and burnout really in terms of, you know when you've only got 10 minutes with somebody and as well when when people haven't always people haven't always thought about what might be causing some of these things and if it, it's it's a, an alien concept to a lot of people in terms of looking at what our needs are on a daily basis um, and you know whether it's a fundamental need of are we getting enough sleep are we putting the right food in you know are we exercising and moving and often they're really basic things that have been neglected but then if we're then talking about our authentic selves and, you know, at a deeper level, then, you know, what are our core values and what is our purpose? And when we're looking at our relationships that we've got, you know, with friends or, you know, partners, are we living a life that is true to actually what we want? And a lot of us actually aren't. And so some of that was then coming out, I think, you know, in terms of when I was then seeing patients and in 10 minutes, you can't be having these deep and meaningful conversations, can you? And, and a lot of people hadn't thought of these things and they often just want a, a, a pill to get better and to fix it. Because some of these things, you know, this is ground shaking, isn't it? When you, if somebody would suggest that actually the way you're living your whole life might not be right, it's 
got a real knock-on effect you know actually am I in the right job am I living in an area where I want to live and you know actually how does that mirror and it's quite it can be quite scary can't it and sometimes it's easier to carry on and keep in the position where you're at and keep living that life because that's familiar that's what you know and whilst yes you might be getting anxiety symptoms or migraines IBS or any host of other illnesses that are caused you know because when we're stressed all the time it then brings about inflammation in the body and then you you can manifest illness because we're not looking after ourselves and and so people do carry on but then what I see is that the warning signs have been there for years and they've been ignored because they feel comfortable and then it's when they then get to you and they they themselves are starting to break in whatever form that looks like and so then you've got a bigger job because you're so misaligned from where you're supposed to be that you know it takes a lot of repair doesn't it and often that brings about a big kind of shift and stuff and sometimes what I've noticed is that when it's ignored completely then something big happens and you're forced to stop and that's when you know people have big heart attacks or whatever you know and I'm not saying that all of illness is caused by stress or by you know there are things that happen in the body absolutely um but there are things that we can do ourselves to help ourselves stay healthy for longer so I love that and I wish that you were my GP Sarah oh. <laughs> in, in 2018 what you know what you've said really resonates and um the time that I you know shared this on the podcast before the mm. time that my anxiety became so much which was a lot of it was just like you say about being authentic it was the fact I was HSP and I was working in London like that's enough not to a line HSP <laughs> and I lit I was like literally on the floor one day and my dinner was burning I was on the kitchen floor just sobbing and literally you know when someone says like I was floored I was literally floored yeah and that was the moment I went to my doctor and thought right I now need to get help and the doctor said just take these beta blockers um they'll numb the sensation so you can just carry on with your job and I, I wonder how many people are having those conversations actually and thankfully I was quite in touch with my intuition at that time and I and I went, that doesn't feel right. Mm. Why would I block my emotions and just carry on? Like, that doesn't feel right. And then that was that moment where I actually thought, no, and went and sought alternative therapies. But lots of, you know, lots of people aren't doing that. And what I'm hearing from you, Sarah, is actually it's it's a benefit to our um healthcare system it's a benefit to our economy for people to be in touch with their authentic selves because what you're saying is that fair, you know otherwise these these symptoms are continuing further down the line becoming big issues for people mm. um and actually like it's it's actually a responsibility isn't it of like for our economy even like you can even take it that far and you know I always talk about this with some of the positive psychology stuff it's like it's a responsibility to actually make these changes and, and shift the world. So um, what you're talking about is actually has some really far reaching implications. So what would you say to, to you know, as you know, I'm, I'm obviously someone that's been in that experience. So for anyone who has, I imagine lots of people listening to this, um, you know, have had like physical issues or, you know, depression, anxiety, um, they may have been 
and when I say fobbed off, like I'm not, this is not the fault of the GP because, you know, what I'm hearing is you've only had, you know, you only have 10 minutes and, and things like that with each, each patient and, you know, the incredible amounts of stress. What would you say to anyone listening who is somewhere along the line in this journey of trying to figure out like what's wrong with them and how to connect their authentic selves through that process? I think in, in speaking about this, I'd also kind of just like to say that I'm also on the same journey and this is, you know, it's only through going through this and, and you know, realising actually when I'm, when I was working in that particular practice, it wasn't the practice itself, it was just the volume of what's going on, but also realising that actually how much of my life is in tune with what I want and I think you know so so when you're saying have I got advice for everybody I think that all of us will go through this and there's part of that of getting to know yourself isn't there and you know I'm a big believer in chapters of life and I think that you know all of us make decisions at the time based on the skills that we've got and where we're at but actually I think the journey starts even you know the thing for me I'm answering the question in a really long-winded way but the thing that changed it for me as well was my kids mm -hmm. and thinking about what I want to bring for them and how do I want to raise them and how would I like them to be and for me it's not about achievements in the world at all all I want them to be is happy and healthy and that is literally all I want and and so how do how do I get that from the kids is is to help them to know themselves and I think that this is the thing that all of us probably miss and is knocked out of us to some extent and whether this you know there's loads of theories of why that can be but I think in terms of as wherever if anybody is feeling these things I think we've become so ingrained in society and culture that sometimes we've just forgotten who we are and we get so caught up in you know being a role and one thing I see a lot as well is that this happens you know a lot of mums I see a lot of women's health I think just because I'm female they tend to gravitate towards me but you know and and again you know at menopausal stages we change and we've got different roles and so you become that mum and you forget who you were before you had kids and, and you neglect all of your needs because you think that you're giving everything to your kids and being you know you, you've got to be there for them but actually what does that mean to be you and and other people do it in careers you know I know that I did it I thought to be a GP I had to give you know nearly 24 7 to to that but you know that that isn't what is needed and I'm a better GP when I'm doing other stuff actually um so for anybody that's going through this or feeling you know that maybe something might not be okay that's absolutely fine and yes it is scary but I think you know reach out find the person that's right for you you know I've spoken to you Gemma haven't I and you're an incredible coach to me um, it's just finding that space to be heard and I think that's what's tricky unfortunately in the NHS when you have only got 10 minutes and sometimes you know you can run on with a particular patient but you know that, that comes at a cost at somewhere else in the day um, but it, it's just starting that journey and if you need if you need support, I would just reach out and, and, and find it um, because it, it's being heard and, and giving yourself permission and it's okay and, and trusting in yourself that you, you know the answers in there. So whilst it's scary, just try and sit with it because if you think about the future, 
and how exciting it can be whenever you're going through these things actually it's always better on the other side so don't give up hope so so um empathetic in that approach as well like I love your combination of um and I I also feel that you listen very deeply to your clients um and I love that about you like you're, you're very driven on your mission and very deeply empathetic as well like that's really really lovely gift um so just want to kind of call that out and recognize you. you for that thank you um and yeah I love that kind of concept of chapters and like you say like and it's it's totally okay like if you know if you're feeling like you're in that certain chapter and you're giving all of you to that chapter um and you're having that realization now like it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you it doesn't mean you're broken does it it just means like that that's what happens to us in life that's what we're conditioned aren't we to to believe from a young age that we need to and it's role model to us a lot of us by our you know our female role models that you you give give and give and give anything until there's nothing of you of you left so I love that kind of like and what you said you know you're you're better for your for your clients when and you're a better mum when you come back and you just honor those needs um yeah I love that way of putting it and a lot of it just comes back to just that recognition of like who am I and what are my needs doesn't it it's, it's so base sometimes they're basic needs like you know I, I had an awareness of myself like a couple of years ago like you know I'm on a I'm on a zoom call or I might be like building my website or something and I just like just need like need a wee <laughs> and I yeah. don't get up and go like it can be like I need some food I need some water you know it can be even really basic needs that we just we just don't do do we and what I've loved to see if it's okay for me to just share a bit like course, in yeah. your journey you know working with me like like say as, as your coach is like your again that mission and empathy that like the way you've kind of gone okay I, just the way you've shifted so quickly through this time um because of that mission and that connection back to yourself and your and your needs which I know you do so beautifully for your clients as well so um yeah don't um can't even put it into words <laughs> just don't don't forget the magnificence of you know of your journey that you that you've been on as well and like how much you truly care it really does shine through so thank you thank you I think we all do need to you know I think it is just it's just that compassion for yourself isn't it I think all of us are really hard and I think that's the thing that really hits me is noticing how critical a lot of patients and clients inner voices are and I know that mine is as well you know it's something I've had to work on and still am you know it's still a journey isn't it but actually you know we've got so much compassion for our friends and our families and we would you know what we tolerate in terms of what's okay for them is always so much more than we'll tolerate for ourselves and I think if we could bring about that shift in the world that would make a huge difference um if, if it's just it's okay whatever we are whoever we are in whatever form we show up that's absolutely fine and and it really is from a point of acceptance is always where I come from always amazing so what would you what would you say to to those listening in terms of steps they could take to even just like nudge one percent towards that place now I think the first thing is to just notice it's my always oh, my thing that I often find myself I hadn't realized I did it until one of my clients said back to me she's like oh, I hear your voice saying tune in and this and, and I was like oh, I do say it a lot 
and um, it really is 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 learning to get to know yourself and life changes us doesn't it and you know different parts are squashed down and you know we we work out what seems acceptable or what was tolerated you know what would our peers and and so we form ourselves into something that sometimes is unrecognizable and I think I would just really just take a step back every day and just have a little think about you know what's been good about it what's worked for me like what what do I need it and and do more of those things you know find the little moments of joy in every single day and what they are and then soon you know you can start building them in and so you've got days with joy and things that you like and you need and, and experiment with yourself like what do you like and what do you not like anymore you know like just like our palate changes and you go off foods and that's the same with us and so I would literally just say it's just just get to know yourself and even if you've changed which is great just just tune in and notice what that that is and who you are I love that Really like that. One thing that popped into my head as you were saying that um, for me is dancing and just how I've like, and I know you love dancing as well, Sarah, and just like I've, what I've started to do every morning is I just thought it's probably helpful for me to share this as well is I make a smoothie every morning because that's one of the ways I kind of get my nutrition in early sort of like, you know, with all the fruit and vegetables and protein and things. And, um, and then while I make the smoothie, I dance. So I've kind of like hooked it into a routine that I've already got. And that's kind of like a daily moment of joy. And you and I, Sarah, we've danced on a coaching call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, it's, you know, so, it's just amazing. It's like just finding those moments, isn't it, that, that light yeah. you up. And I love what you said about, and I, I'm getting a real theme of this actually through this conversation, which I just want to kind of hook us back to. Like, ironically, I'm, I'm doing it as I'm talking about it, is that bigger picture. So... Mm -hmm. What I like what I keep hearing is that theme of like just you know just bring yourself out of it because when we are when we're focused on what's wrong or what the threats are or where the pains are we're, we're so focused in on that detail but when we pull ourselves out and we look at that bigger picture which the moments of joy help us to do um that's you know that's when everything shifts and changes and and what I'm hearing from you from your you know experience in the past of being a GP and now being a coach is that ability to to pull out of that detail mm. as well because you know you go to this has been you know a frustration for for me and a lot of my clients actually that work in in health is the um, and I'm sure you've got a technical term for this but you know you go to the doctors with a headache the headache gets treated instead yeah. of that kind of more you know functional approach of how the head you know you go to a specialist you have a problem with your brain your headache you'll go to like a head specialist I'm probably not at all using any of the correct terms here instead of going hang on a moment is this like connected to something in the blood is this a gut health issue is this you know is this mental health issue is this an environment issue are there toxins I was watching a program last night I don't know why I did it because it was quite <laughs> it was quite dreary about <laughs> the toxins in our environment and how it's affecting our brain and things like that so yeah yeah that theme I'm feeling that theme of like bigger picture do you the real holistic overview isn't it and I think GPs are so much more um nothing against hospital specialists and there are lots of hospital specialists that do look at the whole patient completely but again we're all confined by time always um but often you know when we refer in 
for a specialist opinion sometimes they will rule out important things and they say no it's not this not this not this mm. but don't ever give a positive diagnosis and so they then come back and the patient's still got whatever it is um we know it's nothing serious but there's still this and often then you're left and and so the patients are clinging on for trying to have a diagnosis sometimes and actually it's just a whole let's have an overview and a real holistic approach of actually these things are all really linked in and it's often a lifestyle factor and it's just our bodies if we're not tuning in enough then it it gets to a point where our bodies will then start to shout at us and that's when you then get physical symptoms and so it's like hold on a minute this is happening listen to me this is what I need um and and so yeah it's a real holistic approach is what's needed for all of us for ourselves and and for our patients and it is is where things are moving to I hope and there's more and more people that think the same um, and there's so much so to take this even broader something just popped into my head and I'm quite geeky about this stuff is epigenetics yeah like we if if we don't take this broader perspective like what we are doing with our bodies with our environment is literally changing our dna makeup isn't it so if you take this even further into that purpose it's like it goes beyond us yeah. it, it is literally the evolution of mankind is, is like <laughs> yeah and it, it is it, and we can be really dramatic about it and you know, like <laughs> Put a lot of fear into people but I Not think from a fearful place from like a positive place of like a mission this is yeah. like this is a mission I think it's really important it is really important and you know who knows what's going to happen in the future in terms of what our healthcare system is going to look like in this country and I just think we owe it to ourselves and I think there really needs to be some and to our children and to the future you know the planet and and what what is going to happen it is our responsibility and we do need to start taking that seriously yeah, not that I wanted to dramatise that too much and scare anybody <laughs> I found that quite exciting to do epigenetics and I suddenly realised as it came out it sounded a bit like oh, the world is going to end it's all up to you <laughs> <laughs> one day at a time <laughs> Later. And that's the thing, isn't it? But it's tiny, tiny differences that will make a big difference in the long run. And, you know, I always use kind of like the golf analogy, not that I can play golf, but, you know, like if you hit a ball and it's come a tiny bit off, but the further away it is from the hole, the longer it then gets off course. And so when something, even a tiny, like, part that's not in alignment if you leave it 10 years you're way off where you want to be and so I think it's always better to, to do these little changes and try and stay on track as much as you can and that will then have an effect obviously for, for other stuff longer term and I love that analogy I'm going to keep that in my head those little those little nudges yeah I like that I like that analogy yes <laughs> okay so um when I remember I asked my guests one thing which is um what because sometimes the conversation we you know get really carried away and I forget to ask um what is if you were to just pick one thing that someone could start doing today um what would you say so the one thing would just be to accept yourself and to get to know yourself and really just start to notice so just as I said before, just tune in and notice and, and what is it? And just, it's that step back, you know, kind of, instead of, we always 
joke about it in a coaching analogy of kind of instead of being on the dance floor in the middle with everybody step on the balcony have a look at what's going down get that bird's eye view and just just observe what's going on and just just take a step back from your day and just just make that time for you and just observe what's going on for you how you're feeling check in with yourself and what you need and and the rest will all fall into place and but if you need help just reach out to people because there's a whole army of support out there thank you Sarah so that leads me on to nicely how can I will pop your details in the um in the I've forgotten the word in the podcast details um, <laughs> but um how can we get in touch with you and if someone would like to work with you um what's their best route to contact you yeah so I've got my website which is authenticallyyou.co.uk um but the why of the authentically is the same as the star it's only got one why in it <laughs> um or I'm on Instagram at authentically you one um so yeah they're, they're my main ways to get in touch amazing thank you Sarah it's been such a pleasure to have you I love your work and what you do thank you for making a difference to the world mutual you've made a massive difference to me as well so thank you I'm really um you know you've changed my life as well so thank you for everything you do you are incredible you're incredible too it's been an absolute pleasure to have you uh well do reach out to Sarah if you're listening and you are curious and you'd love to get on the balcony rather than the dance floor although we all love a dance sometimes (laughs) and and we will leave it there and I'll stop the recording thank you so much Sarah thank you so much thank you